time. It's one of those weird, you got to do it live. And we are live. live. Like <laughs> are literally li nothing might work during this, which is uh, the best kind of, of live. Is it, the catastrophic it, failure. The life. catastrophic uh, disaster, uh, the incompetence. It's this the thing best. Is, uh, really of is. not knowing how to stream. Like, we're the guys that are saying week. like, hey, this is how to like use a phone to live stream. And this is how to spruce up your content. And you're like, none of it works. No, no. StreamYard <laughs> is great. It does amazing things uh, if great. you knew how to use it. Um, what what's what's getting me though is okay. So I got it. So I guess I'm gonna have to plug in a mouse. Is that my wireless mouse isn't working? So I'm having to come closer to the monitor, oh, and no. it's just gonna look really bad for the for the video. But the audio podcast no, is gonna can't. be great. We we'll can't be, have um, that. No, because oh, I, I just published on on a wireless keyboard and mouse, and I oh cooler master silly. yes. How, how how much happier I am? <laughs> you cleaned going, up your desk. Going back to a master. wireless setup. Just two cables. It cleaned up two cables on my desk. Uh, <laughs> that has made all the difference. Well, with that, guys, thank you very much for checking out the show. Appreciate your support. It's clean now. It's done. Uh, I don't know really what happened here with um, with Logitech. It was working perfectly. And Does it just need to be charged? or I thought it was a mouse charge, but I, I charged it up all the way, but it's just not syncing. Uh, I may have to repair it, which is fine. I just didn't. I didn't bother... Last Saturday, I ended up using the wired mouse anyways, and that was a disaster. So either way, oh. either way, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to another, uh, I was going to say another Saturday morning with tech. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the best of our week. Um, TK is just trying to abbreviate, get right, get right to the weekend. Uh, straight, I straight. Too. to. I, I actually, I feel like I'm ready for the weekend, dude. This, this, today's been one of the longest days I've had. I've had. Almost... Today was like the longest week of my life. And I don't know yeah. why um, that I've, should be. I've had I've had enough meetings today to, to fill up a week. That's how I feel. I've had meetings since 7 a.m. through like noon and then from 1 through 4. And then I had actually a, a, a little bit of a take, I took care of some stuff before we joined, I joined you guys. So there was a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's and only same. Thursday. I, it's only and, Thursday. And, and I was like, I've, I, I somehow have more to do tomorrow. And yet... I feel like I maxed out today, but um, this is the best of our week, not Absolutely. the uh, the the catastrophes of our the week. Catastrophe. We've that, got that's a, a great crew jumping in already. Definitely uh, got a shout out, Dave, uh, David Burns, who has uh, been loving his oh, Enabong, Enabong, E, the man, the preempting my David Burns shout out. We've got <laughs> we've got Mr. Board at Work in there, a long time Thunder, no see, buddy. Uh, we've got Gabaletta. We've got Barry Johnson, engineer yes, Johnson reacts. Definitely, you should be checking right. out Barry's content there for sure. Uh, Gary the Fireman, I, I always, always. Who was in there? Uh, I see uh, oh, David Darren. Burns. We've got yep. Darren and Michael Peppertech here too. Um, oh, a great crew for us to chat out. Um, I, all all I of which showed up on time before us. Stop complaining. Yeah, <laughs> you guys were all on time. Stop um, complaining. The we, show hasn't we started. We were the ones who <laughs> couldn't manage to get a stream uh, working the way that we should. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I feel like we've had theme weeks. We had an Apple themed week. Last, last week was week Apple with, theme. With, um, with Josh and Issa. And I'm glad we had Josh and Issa here to kind of help spread out the cranky energy. I feel this week I will be much better prepared to not be well, a soapboxing, complaining. I, I, I think this week is going to be your week of being super excited, super happy, over the moon kind of concept, kind of conversation. The only thing did... I'm cranky about 
was that okay. I couldn't get my pre-order in sooner because I was running my 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 silly live stream recap. See? And the first work, batch of pre-orders went live right at the end of the event. And they never said that. They said, hey, like starting October 4th, that's when these things are going to start showing up. So I was like, okay, well, there's probably going to be like a pre-order announcement. You know, like they'll stage mm -hmm. it like, oh, no. Oh, no, it went live. Oh, oh yeah, uh, I'm going to be yeah. late. After you and I talked today, uh, earlier in the day, I was talking to you and I went up there just to kind of see what's the current estimate. It's end of October now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. October so 31st. My, my, my Duo 2 will be arriving in time for Thanksgiving, probably. Um, Gabalette has actually got it nailed. Just wait until Techies bash the Duo 2 and we'll get Cranky Juan again. I, I, I feel I'm, again, because I've been rocking this pretty uh, consistently since launch mm -hmm. and I paid full price for this guy. Um, I paid full launch price. I paid full launch price for a duo too. Um, I feel better prepared to kind of sort of categorize this for what it is. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I feel like the, the problems that I've got with techies are often more the um, kind of unfair comparisons or um, the desires for tech that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, what they're doing is cool, but it would have been better if they could have made it magical and, you know, in, inside out and transparent and uh, made it, like, magnet magnetically levitating at all times to follow you around like a drone. Um, there have been a bunch of those, like, kind of camera conversations and things where I think it's fair to bring up concerns, but then also, like, what you're talking about is impossible. <laughs> what, what, you're, what you say that you... Why couldn't they just make it flush? If, if one more techie says that to me without any kind of conceptual understanding of how cameras work, I, I might have to quit and then just turn my channel into a food channel. Because it's like, you're supposed to be a techie. You shouldn't be this bad at tech. Oh, my God. So uh, Juan's food channels will be starting starting next Monday. Uh, with the first <laughs> no, literally, my food channel will be starting the before the end of this podcast and someone tweets say. me. Before the SGGQA next Monday at 9 a.m., make sure you tune in 30 minutes before while Juan makes his breakfast. Uh, it will be a tortilla uh, filled with uh, huevos rancheros, and then we're going to kick it off with a nice Earl Grey tea. But, uh, I, I mean, the reality is, I, don't get me wrong, there is aspirations and then there is realism, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you aspire to have things, you imagine things in certain ways, you obviously, you know... We, we want things and things don't necessarily end up being what exactly we want. But I will say this, although the bump on the camera is a little bit bigger, I love the fact that they kept the device the same thinness. They, they kept that aesthetic, that appeal. Now, of see, the, like, of, en Enabong is, is poking the bear here. I was lurking in, a, in J. Will stream. Mm -hmm. And Jay Will started doing the same thing here, oh, too. Oh. Like, if you're going to oh, put a, a large camera bulge on the back, you should have just made it flush because... The Duo One has a flush camera sensor, so why couldn't they just do it again? And we um, remember so, how good board at work because because you've brought this up. What <laughs> you see on the Duo Two has never been physically accomplished before in the history of phones. So we already know what the sensor is going to be. It's a 12 megapixel sensor, 1.4 micron size. Mm -hmm. Anyone want to do the math on that? You're right. That is slightly smaller than an eight uh, an eight millimeter diagonal, putting it at a one over 2.55 inch image sensor, which we're pretty comfortable with. That's that's pixels. That's uh, Galaxy S7 Red to Galaxy S10. Yep. We've seen this image sensor time and time again. At its thickest, with the camera bulge, we're close to six millimeters of depth. 
So if you've got a one over 2.55 inch image sensor with all of those lens elements and optical image stabilization, we have never seen that in an under seven millimeter frame before. So even with the camera bulge, Microsoft has done something we've never seen before. So we've already got magic. That's, yep. that's already impossible for every other phone manufacturer out there. That has never existed to my knowledge. You've got to find me a phone that's shallower than seven millimeters, has that one over 2.55 inch sensor, has the same aperture, has the, uh, the DP PDAF with optical image stabilization. It does not exist. So if we want to make it flush, we've got to go with the smaller image sensor. And there already is one on the Duo One. It's a one over three inch sensor. It's a third inch sensor. That's a mediocre selfie shooter, right? All selfie mm -hmm. shooters can be flush. Like here's my, here's my Huawei P9. Look at that beautiful flush front camera sensor because it's a tiny, dinky little sensor. If we were going to put a flush sensor on the back of something as thin as a Duo, it would be the same as the sensor that's already on the inside. So why would we need that? It, it's they definitely so we also keep in mind the duo two which is, sounds weird to say sorry it, it, yeah. it's like the, the dos the, dos the two the two two yeah the dos yeah, yeah. dos the dos dos uh, like that's how okay. I'm gonna go with from from here on out <laughs> if you will join me in celebrating Hispanic heritage by calling it yeah, el dos dos el dos dos x amor sorry I know we're taking the show into I'm I'm exhausted I'm, I'm gonna ramble if I ramble too much. Please, and I hit the mic. Please excuse me. Um, no, it just it's duo and then two. It's like you know, uh, but for sure. Uh, I, I'm gonna say this: the the first thing that hit me when I saw the design, obviously the camera is there, but I like the fact that when you close, when you open it all the way, the camera actually sits next to the actual display. So they made it so that it actually it's angled to the right angle, so that you can actually position it. Well, it's not sitting so at that wrong angle. They, they that was paid part of the discovery. The, yeah, I, yeah. I, I the wish design. they had made. I saw E's hands-on video. That. that was really good. So I, I really sure. like and the black color. If I could get yeah. one, <gasps> that was the right one. Yes, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You know, when it comes to the aesthetic of the duo, and and it is one of the massive primary concerns that I've got is. As, as I've come to really use Duo One, I've really come to appreciate how good of a tablet this is. And in part, because it can go totally flat and flush in a single screen Th form that factor. Was, that was the appeal, yeah. Really anxious to think that there was gonna be a hard edge point mm -hmm. of contact. And, and I kind of wish Microsoft had addressed some of those ergonomic concerns because Duo One has completely changed my lackluster perception of using Android as the basis of a tablet. Okay. David Burns is rocking a Galaxy Tab, and mm -hmm. Galaxy Tabs have been some of my most uh, recommended tablets because you can get away from Android. You can use Dex. <laughs> you, know, you, you can I, use a uh, better I, UI um, than a wide open Android uh, UI saving space, uh, wasting space. But having something that's kind of iPad mini that folds in half and it's sort of symmetrically able to kind of accomplish that is, is, is high on my list. So I wish Microsoft had actually made more of a point because mm -hmm. as far as I know in the keynote, there is literally only one scene where someone takes a duo, wraps it all the way around to take a phone call and then they block the shot with his face. So like they've got him like oh yeah I'm totally taking and and like his hand is like wrapped in, around Nvidia the side bottom. Nvidia broadcasts doing this job so, so well. So 
he, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally taking this phone call. And I, I wish they had just shown that because that would have, I think, alleviated so many of the concerns seeing like angled glass to fit the curve and well, because you worry about the yeah, you worry that essentially okay. So it, it, because our understanding of the lenses, the way lenses are generally on a device, they're always put flush, right? They're parallel to the to the to the surface mm -hmm. of the back. So if that was to be the example of how they did it with the duo with the duo two, um, then you can imagine some hard edges hitting the the glass on the back and you snap it so you know too hard. But it looks like they angled it. It looks like it's angled enough mm -hmm. and it is protected. It's not. Uh, they they paid attention to that detail, but you're right. He should have focused on that. I think that would have been like lead them to the benefit. Don't necessarily stay away. Or, or you know, it, it's not. It, or even just one of those things where it's not like Panos Panay spelling out that we have made this consideration because I think they're they're really trying not to draw attention to the bulge this camera. And and I I don't think that's smart. I think you should no, lean into it's it's the elephant in the room the, I, in a sense because this is one it, of your biggest improvements. Not, yeah, by not, by not addressing, addressing it, it you made it. Yeah, more exactly. attention to it. It's like a Streisand effect. But so but I feel like in their, in their really the cool pad. graphics where yeah. they're showing off the hinge, mm -hmm. if you had given us the full wraparound closing to the outside and showing us that wedge, I don't think it would have been a problem because it's already been a part of Microsoft design for things like Surface Book. Yeah, no, no, yeah. exactly. It's already and... been a part of like Arc Mouse. There's this curve. There's this shape. Microsoft products have done this in the past. I, I would prefer it be flush, and I don't really care on a duo about having to bestest cameras. I, I've I've kind of gotten over that. Um, I I also have too many phones, so if I need a good camera, I can reach for one. But absolutely. I, I feel absolutely. like by trying to dance around it, they inadvertently called more attention to it. Well, you never know. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe they're trying to create a uh, a little bit of a hoopla over nothing in reality, but. Um, the changes that they've done here, I think, are definitely very nice. I feel like, and this is also a big mm -hmm. jump if you think about it. This is somewhat of a leapfrog year. It went eight fifty. Correct me if I'm 855 wrong. Uh, eight fifty five to eight eighty eight. This is straight yeah. jumping over eight sixty five, and we're we're not only housing some of the. I mean, like obviously the you know, latest and greatest. Uh, eight gigs of RAM, uh, three different configurations mm -hmm. uh, for storage. Although surprisingly, the five hundred and twelve is only available on the black one for some reason. Like unless, yeah. or maybe by the time I got there, it was it was late. But it looks like on the the light, the white color that we had from last year. Uh, and no, please, Norton, do not restart my PC. That would be bad. <laughs> We're doing it live. Technical it. problems all around. Um, I, I, so overall, I think I, I, uh, the aesthetics that I saw there looked really nice. Uh, the display experience very similar to what we are, we saw. That that same that same experience of opening it up and getting that full experience of. Uh, the way we talked about it actually with the first duo right it's it, to me it feels like it's a uh, an, an android tablet on two displays with a and, and increasingly that that has to be first and foremost i, I know yeah. too many people that are sitting there going like well how is it going to compete against a one terabyte iphone i mean they're, <laughs> they're close to the same price and you're like yeah uh, get back to me when an iphone can fold in half because it's supposed to I, it's uh, it, oh, it was, silly. it was. That was, uh, was it called the iPhone, uh, the iPhone, iPhone gate, 6. the bend gate? Oh, iPhone 6, yes. Bend gate, yeah. The bend gate. Um, well, it, yeah, it I mean, any iPhone can be a folding phone once if you're motivated. You, you can you can make that happen once. Yeah, um, only once. Yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to bring up maybe the same kind of concern mm -hmm. uh, that I had with Z Flip, where using That'll the Snapdragon second conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, because especially timely um, with you returning your Z Flip. Yeah. Um, 
having used the 855 on the Duo 1, I am hard-pressed to think of any individual software situations where the 855 has been insufficient for me to get a high caliber of work done. In yep. fact, Microsoft's tuning of their software has delivered some surprising benefits for things like single track video trimming, where mm -hmm. it's able to hang with a number of 888s, two processor generations behind, and the Duo 1 can still achieve some incredible results especially after more recent software optimization. I was going to say, yeah, they, um, they've, they've worked quite hard on improving oh, the yeah. software I mean, experience on the Duo. It, sure. It's a completely different animal than when you than remember those early reviews of the Duo 1, the launch reviews. So I, I feel like there could have been a strong argument to be made for something like an 870. I think I would have preferred I, the 870 I, in the flip and yeah. in the Duo if we're worried about battery concerns, especially with the Duo climbing to 90 hertz. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're, we're jumping two processor generations. We're jumping to a thirstier, higher performance chipset. It can be really squirrely when it comes to consistency. Mm -hmm. And we're jumping to 5G. And we're jumping to a faster refresh on two displays. So yep. while there's roughly, what, like a 25 to 30% battery bump, mm -hmm. I don't know that we're really going to get significantly more runtime with the same style of use because it, those battery gains are just going to be eaten up uh, by, by yeah and and it's going to be running two displays at 90 hertz not one which is yeah. the, the, slightly different than most devices like i think with the velvet and the v60 it was running two displays at 60 hertz it was the exact same panel this one is it's slightly different obviously as you said thirstier processor um i think the the battery increase is actually going to be more to accommodate similar similar usage experience like you said to what we saw before with the improvements because i'm i'm sure so I'll say this. I think the Duo 2 should be experienced at 90 hertz. I think that it's definitely going to be yeah. a big jump for any user. Um, sure. I think the the new uh, the new Microsoft Pen, uh, Microsoft Pen 2 that they announced yeah. as well, I think was it? That also is so nice. My, my pen will be here in a week. <laughs> <laughs> is it, was, wait, didn't you do that one time where you Ooh. ordered something? I forgot. And you got the charger for it first before you got the actual no, product. I got the dongle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you got the Microsoft so, dongle last year. Before the as, duo, as as big a fan of of as I am of Microsoft hardware, and the fact that the Surface team like tweeted, I can't get any Microsoft PR to ever to even like reply to an email. Um, but the Surface team on Twitter was like, "Hey, Juan, great tweets. We think you're pretty keen too." It was like, "Awesome, thanks." I guess um, never ever ever buy the Surface headphone dongle. Um, <laughs> it is it is the worst waste of $12, the worst e-waste of okay. $12 I have ever encountered in my entire life. On a Surface Duo, you'd even be better getting an iPad headphone adapter instead, saving the $2. Yes. <laughs> and it's a much better experience than what Microsoft sells. So I'm, I'm for all of the exciting things that I find with Microsoft and productivity, audio is not high on the list if you still like to plug in your headphones again. No, no, for, for sure. So uh, for, for me, so those are the things. I, I, unfortunately, I couldn't, I didn't, I was not able to put in my order in time. And I also, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of recouping. I'm, I'm recovering from my last massive, you know, uh, my wallet you is still feeling. All at feeling. Once. And I think it's yeah. fair for you to take like a little bit, like it's fair of you to take one phone break. 
<laughs> as you get through October. I don't think anyone's going to judge you for that. But uh, if you decide that you'd rather yeah. slow play Duo 2, I don't see any reason why we couldn't do like a trade. You know, do, like, oh, I, 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 I feel like a 2021. I know we did a DAC challenge. We did a DAC right. challenge, but I feel like a, a foldable slash, you know, bendable. I, I think like multi-purpose, multifunctional uh, devices. Uh, first thing is, uh, like I said, I I really liked the, the aesthetic. I like the, the um, that new notification panel that comes on the back. So we don't have to open the display anymore to get that little side mm -hmm. notification function. Now you can actually Head get those sliding. at an angle yeah. right at the outside because it's a curved display. Um, the curvature of the display at the edge. I think that's smart, like these little aesthetical changes there. Um, I'm hoping, uh, the other thing obviously we're hoping is better software optimization. You know, I'm hoping like out of the gate, but well, it, it I, is yeah, better. Out of the box, it, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, from phone generation to phone generation, and, and we see this with a number of other products too, there are always going to be some shaky bits right out the gate. I think that's oh, absolutely. Z Fold 2 to Z Fold 3. I mean, mm -hmm. it wasn't like, you can ever launch a new piece of hardware perfectly free of any type of, of software issues. Also, we know that Microsoft in terms of development has been a little behind. I mean, mm -hmm. the Duo is so heavily customized, it's still on Android 10. And supposedly, it's gonna be getting Android 11 soon-ish, but we're also already talking about Android, you know, 12, Android 12 in, in being like a month or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, on devices. So I, I, I feel like our expectations need to be kept in check with what we understand from this company. I, Microsoft is not a yearly iteration kind of brand. Yeah. Um, I know you get like, like tweaks and refreshes and stuff and they, they have a yearly cycle where new products are coming out, but desktop PCs, laptops, they in the past and especially from Microsoft have existed in a slightly longer time frame than that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think this has always been a challenge for them. I remember like going back to the Lumias, it wasn't oh, un it, uncommon for there to be kind of like a two year gap, sometimes even longer between your top of the line premium flagship tier phones. And, and I understand, you know, like we can make jokes about the iPhone 13 really being an iPhone 12S and the upgrades are iterative, yeah, but we've, we've come to build that expectation of yearly updates. And I don't think Microsoft has enough clout on their own to buck that trend when it comes to something that uses a SIM card. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, Gabriela was actually saying is, uh, I'll say this before and I'll say this again, uh, they should have waited mm -hmm. till Windows 11 was out and maybe launched a duo with a mobile flavor of it as opposed to you know going back to somewhat of a Windows mobile type of an experience. Uh, I think the duo is doing the, what it's supposed to do. I think the duo isn't really trying to it's I mean, a it's a surf services platform. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a if you Microsoft mean, is going to make Android apps. They want to know that they've got a platform. And, and already we're seeing the influence of Microsoft's development work on Android. You know, some of the most recent advances coming to Android as it pertains to split screening and multitasking and, and adapting to wider canvases has been yep. informed by Microsoft. It, um, and in the, it, the application on the Duo is definitely literally the best implementation I've seen of Windows feature, window Windows-like um, gesture support, snapping, throwing windows from one side to the other. Things that you normally don't do on Android are they've definitely been heavily customized, and I'm liking what I'm seeing there. So the, the approach, the way you want to look at it, is. Um, they should have a hand in Android. I don't think uh, Windows Mobile coming back is going to be the solution. I think it's really moving forward with what you have so that you can meet and make sure your user base can actually use it. 
So I, I feel a part of this is also just the uh, the absolute mess of different product names that Microsoft has played with. Yeah, like Rose by any other are, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we've gone from Windows 8 and Windows RT to Windows 10, and then there was going to be like a Windows, uh, what, what was one of the streamlined versions? It was like there Windows There was Vista, 10. there was, uh, uh, oh no, not no, 10. No, 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 remember uh, there was like a version of Windows 10. That oh, was oh yeah, yeah that's right. So there was RT, Microsoft. there was... Uh, um, Apps. Uh, I forgot what it was. Yeah, no, no, no I, I know what you're talking about. And I know what you're talking about. There was going to be Windows. like a Windows X that was only going to run on the Neo. Yep, and then yep. now we're talking Windows on ARM. And as we get into Windows 11, um, a major component of this is improving the capabilities of big little processors because x86 has typically not been mm -hmm. uh, very well supported for like large clusters of processor cores and small clusters of processor cores. And at the same time, there's there's an entire Linux kernel built into Windows 11 for yep. advanced support of other software and applications and server style maintenance. And on top of that, we're also going to have an Android runtime internal there too. So I, I feel like the, the the idea, the legacy idea of x86 computing has been dead for a while, but it's mm -hmm. really going to die with Windows 11. And I feel from there, you get a Windows on ARM desktop and you can run all of your favorite Android apps on it. And I, you can I, cut out all of the like legacy performance sticky bits from mm -hmm. like Windows 7 or Windows XP <laughs> all the way to Windows Windows 10. No more compatibility gonna, mode, yeah. It's it's going to radically I mean really what we need is is um are, are some more competitive options for the hardware. Like mm -hmm. really getting into that exciting arms race where even AMD has sort of kind of kind of like sneakily kind of like in the back of the room saying, "Hey, hey, we'll, we could make some arm processors, guys, if you're interested back here." Um, I feel like that's going to be a significant turning point in how we talk about all this stuff. And, it, and then in that case, it matters very little to me what service I'm running. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess it matters more what service I'm running. It matters less what operating system I'm running that service on. I agree. Yeah. No, no. Uh, it's it's one of those... Um... Like I said, once you use the when you when you when you use the duo, when you see when you start using it on the, on a daily basis, and you use it, and and not not so much as a phone, but more of a productivity tool, and um, the ability of what you can do with it in single single screen mode or dual screen mode, uh, running multiple apps, um, you know, using the camera, mm -hmm. like the the new camera. Actually, that's something I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to be experienced. In the past, yeah, the camera experience was purely on the inside, right? We didn't have an external camera, and when you flip the phone and you use the display on the other side as the viewfinder, that was the experience. Now to use the camera on the back, you have to use it primarily on the main screen, but you could also use the second screen for previewing the images. So they're really optimizing sure. the UI element. Um, and I'm liking this. I, like, it reminds me a little bit of the um, the way the Fold does it right now, a little bit where they're using the yeah. folding option. But I, I feel like flex Microsoft mode. can do it. Uh, flex I feel I'm, there's been a shocking lack. There's of a little bit of flex. Yes, I know. Uh, sorry. Right, when you're it, it went off screen. Yeah, right I, there. I mean, if we're, if we're ever going to appease this algorithm. But I've already seen those things, too, where people have been complaining. Like, well, if you have to use the camera, then you've got to, like, hold it, hold it like this. And who could ever hold it like that? And then, I, again, I think it was on the Jay Will stream. He was like, oh, well, someone said I could, I could like, bend it L-shape. But then I would have to tilt it, and oh no, how could I shoot if it's tilted? And I don't understand how hands work. And like, it's, I feel like we're we're kind of looking for problems here because yeah, yeah. if you ever got to use an LG and dual display, 
you know, this is one of the critical things that I wish uh, Microsoft would give us. Mm -hmm. They're so clever and they think they've figured out all of the problems, mm -hmm. but they haven't given us the ability to turn one screen off. Yeah. So when the only way to do that is to go like wrap it all the way around until you see the this. Little, the double tap, yep. And then this screen turns off, but you have to like bend the whole thing. What I want is like a button, like in my notification shade where I can just toggle a screen off because then- Or maybe even add that as part of the, like have the it as an display. Yeah, yeah. As as a as a as the viewfinder handle. Oh, dude! No, think of so the camera. The think of the angles, dude. Can you imagine when you're able to take pictures with that, where the where you're able to have the display up and the camera yeah. facing down? The, yes. Think of some of those creative options there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so, so you know, it I reminds me toggle... of the old Sony cameras. Thank you. Sony used to, Sony used to have the the articulating camera lens that yes. goes up and down. I still have my I don't somewhere here. Um, I love that because you. whenever you do top down image uh, photography, all I because, needed was a little techie imagination because it's killing me when someone is so obviously kind of rigging in their brain. This is different than a slate phone, and I can't handle that. And I can't imagine anything else. I mean, it's literally like a dead screen. I shouldn't say dead screen. A screen completely turned off. Yeah. It can be a beautiful handle to stabilize the shot that you're trying to track. Or it can be a way to prop. Or it can be a way mm -hmm. to set it up so that you know, I can flex mode on a, on a Z Fold. There are so many opportunities that you can do with new hardware that accomplish something fresh over a traditional slate phone that we would normally need a tripod or some kind of mount to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And, and that to me becomes one of the critical aspects of, can this legitimately be uh, a step more towards content creation? Yeah. I'm a little nervous about the camera sensors. I feel like Microsoft might have hyped up a bit more than they should have, mm -hmm. considering the sensor sizes on tap. But um, you know, again, anything should be a marked step up over what we had on the Duo oh, One. Absolutely. So that, at least they, comparatively, <laughs> it's gonna look a lot better. The the number of improvements in this device are amazing because they 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 truly it's almost like they listen to everything all of the complaint all the criticism that they had there and they kind of literally just very very quietly like boom 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 they and they hit all the marks um, it, it it it's really more of what what we, you felt like was missing like obviously the, there's no they, the camera experience is like a hundred percent better than what we had before even if they're not the best cameras on the market it's a hundred percent better you have the sensors in there they're full size they're not they're not the you know they're not being um hindered they're by anything just selfie cameras yeah exactly which was what we lived with on on the duo um although just for reference though by the way uh the selfie camera was perfectly fine for video calls and all that i did a couple of video calls i did a zoom call when so I borrowed yours. again it, it there are people out there i know who mostly document their experiences through their selfie camera Oh yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, for it, sure. Those people actually weren't hurting too bad on a duo, and and I still we regularly do uh, video calls with my oh, folks because it's still... so easy. Pop this up, flip it around, and it can, and it, and it's the fact that it can angle in two different ways because I usually mm -hmm. end up putting it, uh, putting it up like that. Oh yeah. So you know, it's just kind of standing up on its own, and we don't. Need well, yeah, you get yeah, the, because you're in the yeah. It's more of a it work. It's it's similar to when you're folding a phone straight up like this. When you're having a chat conversation, mm -hmm. that's typically um, most of the time. Unfortunately, I'm one of those guys that ask the other person to always turn their phone to the other side because I'd like to see more of the view. 
but I, I agree. I think the the flexibility of what you got what you got there was definitely very nice. And now you're able to also incorporate a front and back camera, so you can have that conversation in the front. And if you propped it the way you wanted, you can also turn on the camera to the back. And then now you're mm -hmm. able to jump into better sensors, wider lens. It, overall, the possibilities are definitely um, in the, they're moving in the right direction. One thing I didn't get a chance to pick up on, and I don't maybe if I missed it, is the charging speed the same, or did they did they increase the speed on that as well? I don't I don't know that that's changed. Yeah, because so, I couldn't find anything would, that specifically. I would uh, be surprised if Microsoft is really maxing out any kind of USB PD. Just oh, I, I was more this. Yeah, no, no, obviously. Yeah, heat yeah. is going to be. Last thing you want to do is increase extended amount of heat, especially with the sandwich experience that you're getting there. It over time, I can. I was, I was, well, that's going to already delaminate. De uh, that sucker is going to be, it's a cooking surface on the back. That's what it have. Oh, play it's a, a few plate. games on the, it's a hot plate, my friend. You want to warm up your coffee, just put it back on the surface to play a little bit of Genshin so, Impact. So, so here's my hope. Um, yeah. You know, it, it sounds so funny to be getting to the end of, of 2021 and talking about performance in a way that I think is a bit more regressive than where we were in 2020. Yeah. But I, after having played with a number of 888s, I'm really hoping Microsoft is giving us. I I, I hope that they're 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 looking at maybe a OnePlus style solution, but then mm -hmm. giving us a little bit more power or control over how that that plays out. I, I'm really I, there are hoping, so few yeah. things on a OnePlus Nine that in in daily operation truly bother me. It, it, again, knowing that so many of those core apps are being run from the the smaller cores mm -hmm. on that phone, yes, it, it can sometimes get a little stuttery compared to the eight sixty fives and eight fifty fives out there. But so far, I haven't seen any great argument for using the high power cores except in very targeted specific use. Like I'm when I'm running like some of my really sort of real world intense kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. It's the only time I really want to tap into that power. Most of the time I'd rather be on the little cores. And if Microsoft can do something similar, um, we can mitigate some of those performance and battery life issues. And, and it would just be nice. You know, I, as a thing like a duo is a multitasking productivity animal. Mm -hmm. It's not a hardcore gaming locally rendered gaming kind of machine yeah no no uh, um the, the reason why i was mentioning before the charging speed is i, I was i'm i'm con so with the fact that the device the as as it's as it stands right now it's a thin device um as we know as you mentioned with the temperature concerns with the 888 i'm wondering how they're handling thermals being so thin the processor the display the back are within millimeters of each other. We're not talking even mm -hmm. the same amount of space that we get on a standard phone. This is thinner of where that is. So I'm hoping there's some type of the heat dissipation, some better management of temperatures. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also tempted. We do I'm also have tempted more surface area. Well, I just don't know enough about material science to know if the the literally if the outer casing is going to be more uh, conducive to getting I, and heat. It, out it's of more about really, yeah. It's it's more about like radiating the heat, some kind of like a graphene or something like that that it absorbs the heat and then spaces it out so that it's not singularly sitting in one corner. So this is my concern. The mm -hmm. um, 
most of our devices heat up around where the, so the, the CPU is. It's, it's just funny seeing someone talk about thermals and making a joke about lots of thermal paste when their name is Gary the Fireman. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if anyone would know what would put a Duo 2 on fire, it's Gary the Fireman. Oh, okay. So it's a 23-watt charger. So it's, it's decent. It's not bad. Okay. It's actually pretty decent. Not an 18-watt like I think was it before. Um, which I'm is actually sure not the Duo 1 was 18-watt. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Because yeah. I think um, Darren was actually covering it, saying that it was 18 watts with a Duo One, uh, and then uh, of course uh, Edabong is basically jumping with the 23 watt charger. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still, like I said, seriously super stoked. Uh, as soon as they have demo models at Best Buy, I will be running down there. I will be taking myself and get a repeat of Duo One. You're gonna do I, a whole review I, from a, I, a Best Buy kiosk. Hands-on video with the Duo Two straight from. No, Best you got to call it. Hands on with the first Doseki, impressions the, review after two hours. Two hour review, yeah. That's two hour yeah, hands on first impressions, uh, full hands. and I, no. Actually, I'm pretty sure Best Buy probably has my picture now around somewhere. <laughs> Just like, okay, guys, he did this last year. We know he's going to be back. Don't, Look for don't, the beard. This guy. <laughs> if he's walking around and if he's standing with a camera, just cut him off right there. Um, no, I, I want to. I mean, obviously, the the biggest thing about it is. There isn't. There is no point for me to even try to uh, pre-order because it, it's going to be a way beyond my when. By the time it shows up, the conversations and so on. Like I said, like there are certain things um, because, as you can imagine, for me, the Duo Two is an appealing device for multi multitasking. That was the beauty thing about it. Last year, when I played mm -hmm. with the Duo, um, I was surprised how much I liked it because I wasn't expecting myself to like it as much as I did. Yeah. Uh, because I was comparing it to the to, to the fold, right? It, to me, the mm -hmm. fold is what I. I'm not going to say I'm indoctrinated into that ecosystem, but I, I've I've used the fold for three generations now. Last year was two generations, and I, I can truly multitask with it. I like how uh, Nextstock uh, augments the experience. I'm able to not only mm -hmm. use the full flexibility of the fold, but also incorporate a a 13 inch display, um, especially with the new 360. But the Duo Two is. I mean, it feels like it's, it truly is a much bigger powerhouse than it was last time. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing some of your thoughts on that. And of course, once we, when we are able to do a little bit of an exchange, I will definitely be putting that uh, head to head with uh, what the do, what the, what the for fold sure. can do for me. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that type of experience. Um, and, um, the, the fact that I totally spaced on that, like you, your live stream was how I remember that the duo two was announced. I saw you coming ah. in. I got the notification on my phone. I was in the middle of doing stuff and I'm like, you know what? Let me just put Juan up. And cause I usually put you on the top display up there. Um, and I don't necessarily watch the video as much, but I'm, I always have you in the, in the ears. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was more of like listening and trying to go in. So it's, it was nice to see you. I saw the excitement. It was fun. It was, it was a good stream. So I'm glad. And it was a lot of people hanging out with us. So it was good. You know, like I've made the joke and people like to take it so hyper literal that it sometimes sucks the fun out of the joke. But <laughs> the verge um, for in years past, base, sorry. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that. One. I just saw that like the vert. Yep. Yeah. We need them to put um, a PC together again. <laughs> um, um, I, I used to point to Lenovo as being the company that I think was doing some of the most revolutionary work with laptop form factors. And somewhere mm -hmm. along, I would say Surface Pro 3, that sort of shifted to Microsoft. And once we started seeing like phones with full wraparound hinges, and now the Surface Laptop Studio, which we should probably chat a little bit about too. Oh, dude, um, yes, yes, please. How, yeah. how, how incredibly sophisticated this idea has been accomplished? Because we've seen a, a couple similar 
um, variant on mm -hmm. these kinds of ideas. Screens that can kind of pop, pop out and, and sort of jump over the keyboard. Um, laptops that can fold and flip or, you know, fold flat to become more... Oh, yeah, like or even ones that have that second display that style. sits at the bottom, like you said, an entire separate display yeah. with the uh, Asus, yeah. And so to, to see this, and then for it also to be as decently well-guarded a secret as it was, mm -hmm. um, because I, I don't know, I mean, this this studio laptop was not on my radar. There, there weren't any of these fully spell out all of the details kinds of links uh, leaks, and in, in a year where I think a lot of us as tech enthusiasts have gotten real tired of the leak machines. The excitement of launch events is uh, unfortunately kind this of This was refreshing. Away. Yeah, this was it, nice. It doesn't like... completely change my world. It's not like it's so revolutionary that I'm having to change my underpants, but it was just so nice to get from the company the lowdown, get to get the scoop on a new product free of all of the speculation and punditry and leaking and rumor mongering and the numerous YouTube videos that mm -hmm. have to exist on that. I have to give Microsoft a lot of kudos just for keeping this as under wrapped as they did. I, I loved how you said kudos. 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 Yeah. <laughs> For El Dos Dos. I don't know if you saw the one from. Uh, I'm gonna DTR end up saying that in the video, and no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. El, it's, it's gonna, it's make gonna me be so like, please, check this, check the live stream. Um, <laughs> no, no, Aditya was throwing one earlier. It was really funny. It's like the uh, the Dos Dos MS Dos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Aditya, come on. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Rolando's El in the duo chat. Dos man. Duo dos MS dos numero duo dos. Yes, um, I, I I have a dos emulator. I'm gonna have to throw on that now. You will have to run dos. Like yes, we are running the MS oh. dos on the duo duo <laughs> for Microsoft. <laughs> Sorry, Microsoft. Uh, mix, well, if you're gonna say it in Spanish, might as well call Microsoft. Um, you know, uh, I think that's how they say it in Spanish. I forgot. Like, like Microsoft in Arabic, we say Microsoft. You know, like as if it's a, we're emphasizing on the SOF. Well, and um, Rolando just jumped into the chat tube, so he'll be able to help with. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's gonna kick. It. He's like, what show did I just tune into? I thought this was a tech show. Um, he's gonna be sitting back there. So I took that personal, and <laughs> there'll be a live stream tomorrow talking about no. Um, well, let's talk a little bit though about the studio. This is actually was something that is yeah. very intriguing in the, uh, the the way I can describe the best way I can describe it at least if I had to verbalize it it's like a surface tablet surface PC mm -hmm. that was magnetically mounted not magnetically soldered on to a body of a laptop and you yeah. get that you get that hinge mechanism experience going on where mm -hmm. the display literally just it becomes like it um, pops forward from the back of the laptop to yeah exactly and it's Right. And then it can not, not all the way, but just so, yeah, I think, I think it's like two thirds of the way in front of the keyboard. So you still kind of have access to the, but it is touch. Okay. I'm assuming it's, yeah. uh, uh, that one is a touch interface. I'm assuming it has to be. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, with pen support, as, as you can imagine, surface uh, devices as they will be, uh, that was refreshing. And, and this seems to be what they're going to be replacing the Surface Book. So yeah. instead of that detachable tablet, laptop, GPU well, and the keyboard kind of idea, they're going back to an all in one, but it's, it's now kind of borrowing more of the DNA from the Surface Studio. I, absolutely, but what I liked about it is, I think you kind of you hit the nail on the uh, on the head right there on on the during the live stream. Um, a lot of companies use the Surface uh, laptop as their standard laptop computers. Like you were mentioning about, uh, you know, your wife 
I was mm-hmm. laughing. I was sitting here laughing my ass off because my wife has the exact same laptop from, from her work. They yeah. have a Surface. They have the same thing at my day job stuff. They give it, it away. It is the I'm, corporate machine, right? It now, is a corporate machine. It looks machine. pretty clean it, and it's it not that expensive. But it is also like a portable PC. You don't have to take the whole keyboard. You could put it in the sleeve, take it with you. It's a it's a mobile uh, road, you know, mobile warrior, you know, mobile warrior. But essentially, it's a device that is has a multi purpose. It could be a laptop. It could be a tablet. Uh, it has its own stand. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things for things you could do. Um, and I think that's where I saw some of those improvements. I'm hoping to see how that one actually works uh, as far as just mm-hmm. overall functionality. Because I can see this is more for graphic designers, things that require more d- yeah. display, you know, touch inter- uh, interface, um, not necessarily for, you know, rendering or maybe you're doing better editing videos. I feel like it's more for creatives. Yeah, you know, Microsoft has always been kind of tricky there where I absolutely adore their product design, but I kind of need to veer more into kind of gaming oh. laptop or now these new creator laptop. Um, and it's surprisingly light actually with uh, Edibon. Edibon's had some I mean, light I, hands on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Again, you know, Microsoft's idea here is kind of taking, it's kind of borrowing the idea from the old classic IBM ThinkPad days. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is trying to build a corporate productivity platform of devices like old ThinkPads ThinkPad. used yeah. to be. And like yeah, how yeah. I feel a number of the companies- standard business tool. Yeah, I've kind of watered down. I mean, you can kind of get there with some HPs. You can kind of get there with some Dells. Mm -hmm. Um, You can still get there. I mean, I think still think ThinkPads are terrific machines. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Microsoft is trying to show what a Windows 11 built Road Warrior machine would look like. So I wouldn't be surprised that it's it's designed to be portable and it's not an ultra heavy you know, sort of desktop replacement laptop. But but the oh, thing yeah. I think I want to give them the most credit for is, uh, again, I, I, I don't know of another company that is executing on a hardware ecosystem synergy mm-hmm. as well as Microsoft is right now. And, and one of the things that I really want to highlight, and I want to juxtapose this with a company that I've been very critical of recently in Apple, would be the design considerations for the new Surface Slim Pen. If you get Mm -hmm. a Surface Pro 8, the Slim Pen tucks into your keyboard blade. There's a a dent, there's an indentation that that pops in there. If you have a Duo, it is gonna be slightly better stuck to the outside casing. I mean, I I can magnetically stick. Well, I was gonna say, that one worked. Yeah, they kept that, that was nice. They kept that consideration. The Slim Pen tucks under this little lip on the front of your Surface Studio laptop. Those attentions, th- those tiny little details, all of the attention paid to that kind of, of uh, user experience, that's something that I used to credit Apple for. But then we look at a stylus strategy from Apple and we still have currently built, current generations of products utilizing different tiers of Apple Pencil support with awkward charging. And we still have a magic mouse that needs to be flipped upside down to charge so you can't use it while it's charging. And there are so many of those little those little stumbles. And, and Apple shouldn't be the company tripping like that. And Microsoft shouldn't be the company solving problems like that. Historically, my world has never made sense with those kinds of ideas at play. It has always been the other way around where Apple was the detail and design company and Microsoft was the boring, stodgy, 
you know, Excel spreadsheet company and who knew was what you would get for hardware because that's just a total, you know. Well, because you know, they, they weren't the really air. focusing at the time on, on hardware. They were more focusing on their software. They were they were trying right. to stick to the software solution. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. I just think, I, I think right now it's so easy to overlook something as simple as a stylus. Look at how many people are struggling with no note and the main stylus platform in the second half of the year for Samsung is Dude, and the, the rumors of the Note actually dying. This There's a whole bunch of Note stock. Well, anyways, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But Z Fold 3, what is the solution for keeping a stylus with you? It's a really awkward, terrible case that doesn't yeah. work very well. Again, in what alternate reality... If you would ask me five years ago, would Microsoft be the company to be considering that kind of user accessibility? I would have laughed. No, obviously not. No. And then again, previous versions of the Surface, and especially the Surface Pro, you've got the stylus. What do, what do you do with it? I guess I'll just like kind of stick it to the side awkwardly where it's going to fall off in my laptop bag. It actually now does fall off quite a bit. <laughs> so now we've got a company that is actually building their devices for their own accessories and those accessories complement each other where you can take them from product to product mm -hmm. and that's so sublime like you shouldn't even have to think about it where's my pen it's in this little dent where's my pen it's under this little ledge where's my pen it's stuck to the side i mean like you, that actually does change how often you think about using the device and it minimizes how often you think about using the device so that you're just using the device. You don't even have to consider yep. those kinds of things. And Samsung has lost sight of that. Now that uh, we don't have a phone with a stylus silo, you have to think about how am I managing this stylus? Where am I keeping it? Where does it go? What kind of a bulky extra accessory do I need to pay for? And, and that to me is, is just such a, such a profound change in and how Microsoft used to operate. And, and especially like watching them get all their ducks in a row for hardware has been kind of fascinating to watch because again, even with some of the previous services that I loved, I never would have thought they would be the ones to, to approach those types of issues with this kind of- And, and start uh, change the narrative around the hardware when it comes down to my, you know Windows PCs, um, especially with Windows 11 coming out in the near future or actually officially coming out very soon. I think the the conversation on Microsoft right now. I think so. The I, I would say this: the announcements were actually very nice. Um, I didn't hear any announcements about new buds or anything like that. I think they're still using the same buds mm -hmm. from last year, which makes yeah. sense. Um, I I think it's. I don't think that was their big their big focus. I just felt like maybe with the Duo Two that maybe. Um, so long story short, I'm really excited about the fact that you were able at least to get in your pre order. I know that that was one of your devices that you definitely were looking <laughs> yeah. forward to. Um, and uh, I will definitely be taking you up on that offer of trade. Yes, right? We'll just need to absolutely. figure out what what can we trade uh, and make it uh, worth. Because I think last year we had a note, and this year we don't. So we gotta we gotta figure out something. Um, the we'll other thing it I want to sense it a little bit. I mean, it's one of those things we'll have to figure out what what makes sense as far as productivity. Um, mm -hmm. I think one thing I did want to say. When it, so just not to kind of change the conversation too much, but a little bit kind of looping in the uh, the flip when it comes down to because we're talking about a lot of foldable displays, mm -hmm. articulating displays, changing displays. Um, the flip was actually an interesting device that that provided us a different experience. It's it's a small form factor phone that does bend, but it doesn't really 
meet all of those expectations of um, like what what the duo does or what the fold does. It was trying to basically be more like you said, a pocket communicator. I think that's what you you were yeah. saying on it before. Uh, I, I see some of the things with the duo right now that remind me a little bit more about the flip. It's weird. Like the articulating mm -hmm. display, like the ability of posing it in, into more of a, like a 90 degree angle, uh, using it for video conversations, flipping it over on the side, having it stand up a little bit more. There's a whole bunch of different configuration. I've seen like, I, I feel like it's similar to the flip more than it is to the fold. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, my experience with the flip wasn't as, um, it, and with the, with the understanding, obviously, that how how I think you feel about it, um, what I was expecting out of the flip wasn't what I got from it. I think that that was maybe a okay. little bit more. Well, I, I want to start with that, like you know, yeah. because you got to spend time with both. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you had an out? So, like, you run into a little bit of a roadblock on the flip, and and I think so often for us as gadget reviewers, like, hey, I just need to get this thing done. Let me turn to a product that I know can get this thing done as opposed yeah. to always taking the time to properly like, all right, but how would I get this done? Oh, no, absolutely. Like if I only had the flip and I still needed to get this thing done, what would I do? Or would I just be properly stopped? So do you think that having both the flip and the fold, maybe, as if I'm going to play armchair psychi psychologist? I, no, no, absolutely. I think... The fact Do, that I was basically what I'm trying to, to say, TK, is I really feel the problem is with you, not <laughs> Samsung. I feel like Samsung has done everything right, and Sammy maybe, did right. Uh, he, you're just a he, hater. He, actually, I got I got some comments like that. Actually, I did get some comments asking like, <laughs> like why do I we? I, I got a, a few comments like, why do we care what you think? I'm like, I don't know. Why are you commenting on the video? <laughs> why uh, do <laughs> I don't know? I can't answer that for you. I don't know how to answer that question. It's like, what do you mean? Why you? Why do you care what I say? <laughs> if you don't care, don't click the video, dude. Just <laughs> no, go find whatever. No, um, I, I truly did. No, I, I, and I said it in the video. I actually think the flip is is not meant for me. I was in. Th I, I was I, at the launch event when the flip and the full were announced. I truly was more excited about the flip than anything. Not to say that the fold is, was not an exciting device. It just for me, I I, I said it again. It, the flip had the most amount of improvements. Uh, they get the stereo speakers, the water resistance. Uh, you get the. I mean, there's a few also compromises. Just coming in at a more reasonable price. Way better price point with a trade, and I think when I was doing it with a trade, and it was like about six hundred and fifty bucks. It was ridiculous. I mean, with tax, it was like seven fifty. But the the story yeah. is, you could get a foldable phone for a much for a very reasonable price. So here here are my thoughts. There are some things when that I was using on the flip that became more of a showstopper for me. First and foremost, it's the Dex conversation. Um, and it or even the the mirroring display. There is no HDMI video out from that device. And I felt that that was a big issue for me. Like wanting to use or leverage the power of the flip with my next stock, right? So it's a it's a compact communicator. It's an easy small battery, but you know it has a it has a powerful processor. It has all of the, I would say the elements or the requirements to run Dex, and some type of an external. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand there are compromises, but that to me was a, a big stopper for me because I do like to use Dex. Mm -hmm. Next stock is something that I like to use, and I love using on the on the go. And with the flip, I couldn't do that. The fold did 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 that job. The S twenty one does it. Obviously, all the S series do. Uh, that's when it started kind of hitting me. But the biggest thing that kind of started hindering my experience was the slow charging. 
for some reason, 15 watt charging is something that they decided made sense on the flip. So it wasn't really that the device couldn't do things with the exception of DEX. It was more about how quickly can I get back up and running? How quickly can I do things? I, I realize it, the the vision of it was more to get the notification, see if you need to, uh, to, to do things on the phone and then step away from it, be a little bit more minimalistic. I, I guess as a user, I'm not at that level of what I want to be. I, I'm trying to be more in the moment, fixing, doing. Um, mm -hmm. I tend to be running at a, a couple of things into my mind as I'm doing something. So it, for me, it's always about productivity. Um, sure. Some of the things I got from it, and, and again, I'm not trying to belittle the device. It's more about my user experience. The things that the external display on the flip right now are very similar to what a Galaxy Watch does. You get the notifications, you can interact with them, ignore them. Mm -hmm. You can use the Galaxy Watch as a, as a mouse pad to your phone. You can use it as a viewfinder for the phone. So I, <laughs> the external display wasn't really doing it for me with the improvements. I still always had to open it. Um, so that was, a like I said, it's, it's more about those type of things that got me to, do I really want to pay for this phone or would I rather recoup this and move on to something a little bit more that works yeah. better for me? And that's what, that was the reason. This has been a rough year for gadget review budgets. Uh, exactly. Too, and so. at the end of the day, it's a business for me that I need to kind of think of it. Um, like I said, I mean, when we were, when you were talking to me about the, <laughs> I still haven't got my money back yet. So I like, I can't even talk about that part yet. But it's like, I, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a. So you know, here's, here's one of the things that I think I need to clarify because I, I, sure. I think anyone who's caught our comment or any of my videos, our content or any of my videos in the past mm -hmm. would know I am really not a fan of Samsung as an organization. I do not like how they do business. I, do I don't like think anybody ever. I, yeah, I don't think you've um, ever seen I know that. this is shocking a lot of people. This, I'm shocked, now. man. I'm like with you on Minds the show. Minds are being blown. What, what I, 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 I was getting critically excited about for the flip, um, mm -hmm. th this is very much in keeping with some of the videos I produced in the past on like super, super entry level phones, mm -hmm. uh, devices like the iPhone SE, um, picking up a phone like the Pixel 4a last yeah, year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am crazy excited about those kinds of devices and immediately need to preface like I'm excited because it's not for me. I'm excited because this absolutely does not fit my workflow. But I can imagine so many people yeah. that would appreciate what these things do. Yeah. And, and when yeah, it comes absolutely. to a product like the Flip, um, and especially some of the commentary that we had from Isa last week. Uh, oh, yeah, no, no, totally. She like she picked up another one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I'm, <laughs> she I'm actually kind of surprised she, she doesn't, she's, she's not going for the entire collection of colors um, at this point. Because it, it is such a wonderful insight when, when she starts talking about design and aesthetic it is such a wonderful insight on this yeah like as a good example sorry because i can just kind of stand up here real quick um as Oop, a nvidia, NVIDIA I, couldn't follow you man i'm sorry i really loved would be something like my xz1 compact oh, this to me sorry. is is a premium mighty mouse communicator this is something you can rapidly pull out of your pocket at a glance, check out some things, look at some notifications. You can very quickly, you know, kind of punch out a reply. It goes right back into your pocket. This entire experience is abbreviated. It is fundamentally different than having a much larger screened powerhouse mm -hmm. gaming multimedia kind of device. These are radically different. 
you would never recommend and one over the yeah. same thing. They could have the same processors. They could have the same amount of RAM, same amount of storage. You can bolt on the same camera sensors. Literally because of the size differences, they are fundamentally different kinds of uses. It's like comparing a Ford F-250 turbo diesel against a Mazda Miata. Like, <laughs> you, you can't do the same things in both vehicles. And we, we have this breakdown. Like, we've got this mental block in the techie review community. I'm not accusing you of this, TK, and I'm definitely uh, no, no, I, that I, acquire for people in our chat. But I mean, outside of our little bubble of more rational tech fans, um, same processor, What's up, bro? What, where's, where's my 20 hours of screen on time? What they should have done was put in a 7,000 milliamp hour battery and a 5K display with a one inch camera sensor. I mean, it's that kind of like interchangeable entitlement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with interchangeable <laughs> lenses that, fold, that are totally flush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I was can't, say. they can't bulge. Yeah. Now, I mean, but, but you know what I mean? It's that kind of like ignorant entitlement where I can't even get you to reality, let alone show you how incorrect you are. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel Z Flip, again, takes a step away from us. It, it, it does actually walk more towards this notion of fashion flex. Mm -hmm. and, and it highlighted again in part of that conversation with Issa, I do feel there is a consumer out there who maybe they're not into smartwatches on Android. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. no, we no, don't I, have absolutely. the same single solution like Apple Watch and iPhone. So that's too complicated. They don't want to have to mess with that. But they've got a device with like a little ticker display. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be their gatekeeper. And it's a physical act for them to open their phone. And maybe it's just that one physical block yeah. that they put on that phone that keeps them from needing to interact with all of this distracting stuff on their display. And it's a shorter interaction. Like, if I'm gonna reply to this message, it has to be worth me opening my phone. If it's really important, I'll do it. But if it's just some nonsense garbage, I can keep my phone closed, put it right back in my pocket, and that experience is so much faster yeah. than the mess we have for notifications on traditional phones. Oh and, no, that's and that absolutely. to me is, that to me is where Z Flip has, has like two separate conversations going forward. It is a beautiful pocket smartwatch. Mm -hmm. And I mean that, like, literally, oh, like, you want to pull this the watch out of the your outside, pocket. For the most part, that's how I um, yeah. open it and tell the time and close it and put it back away. And then also it's this kind of at a, at a glance, briefer interaction communicator. Right now, the only communicators we've got are really, really cheap phones. And most mm -hmm. of them are LTE. So like yeah. a Pixel 4a, I think is a beautiful idea of this small form factor at a glance kind of use. I miss Absolutely. having Sony compacts, iPhone SE, iPhone mini, you know, these, these tiny little devices that really help streamline briefer interactions. I kind of like that there's a premium fashion version of that idea that exists with the Fold. I mean, it, it can't only be the cheapest devices. If I oh, want no, something so. nice and I want a communicator, right now, the only thing that kind of exists for that is the Z Flip. There isn't another 
matched niceness premium build device water with water with, with, some type with. Of, with some type of water resistance i think that was the biggest that, that i think a lot of people didn't realize they're the only foldables on the market with some type of water resistance you can dunk that phone in water it's a foldable that you should it, not dunk that phone. You should no, 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 no. Uh, Dieter, uh, what's it called? The guy from can. The Verge. Uh, he dunked his fold. <laughs> the, I mean, it's his. I'm sure it was a review unit. It wasn't his fold, but right. he actually. What I'm trying to say, it's it's the the biggest concern that most of us had. One of the biggest concerns, obviously, there's no dust resistance. It's mostly just water. Is the fact that you know you couldn't use your phone when there was any kind of precipitation in the air. You like I remember getting the fold two, or this was it the first fold, and we were going to Universal Studios with uh, with, with my wife and my son. I left the fold at home. I couldn't bring them my phone. I mean, my SIM card was in it. Yeah. All my apps were installed on that phone. I had to take the phone and put it in as a SIM card oh, into another it's, phone. It's just not so like that... I'm ever going to take a Duo 2 down to the beach. That's no, no, never going to happen. No, no, I, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like the the improvements and the technologies that was done in the full in the flip to three, are are definitely right on point to meet what what Samsung's goal was, which is to sell more foldables. I think the price point is right. I think the feature set is is perfect for as long as it meets the users' mm -hmm. expectations and what they need. I went into this conversation, and I will say my only blind side of this entire thing when I was going into the comparison between the fold and the flip. Was the fact that I forgot that I use a, a, a smartwatch. I use smartwatches on the daily, regardless of which phone I'm using. Um, the mm -hmm. only thing I don't I haven't I haven't been fully running on is like Apple Watch, but to me it's basically Android. So it's either a tick watch, uh, running uh, like a, a Galaxy Watch Four that I just recently got. Mm -hmm. So for me, the what I what what misses what I what seems that I miss when I when I state my conversation is I get all of my notifications on my watch. I never pull out my phone unless. Mm -hmm. That notification is something I need to pay attention to. Oh, if, phone if that notifications are hot garbage. Oh no, no, Androids are less garbage than iOS. But this, this like stimulus response, like Pavlovian need to constantly be kind of referencing, because again, it does kind of make me cringe when someone's like super amped up about like notifications on a display. And you're like, you've got to stop everything that you're doing to kind of or pull your attention to a phone screen lighting up. Um, I'm reviewing another phone right now. And it's like, I had to go digging through the settings to immediately disable wake, you know, wake turn screen, screen on notifications. Screen wake is 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 so disruptive to my attention. And again, like like you, I, I wear a smartwatch. I, I even feel like this is antiquated because I want heads up displays. Um, I oh get, no, but getting... trust peace. I I, <laughs> I, I am way For ahead. Sure. If I can get the heads up display, I would take the smart shot. I'm just kidding. It still has its own appeal. Um, certain things. For me, it's it, it's really more. I, I feel like the. So the, the thing that got me was when I showed my wife the flip. Okay, because I, in my mind, for some reason, I thought that maybe, maybe my wife would like something more. I like that, yeah. Yeah, um, and, and it was a purple, by the way. I picked up a color that definitely, you know, she likes the oh, color. It's David's going color. to bed, so everyone say oh, good night. Good night, yeah, no, dude. Dave, appreciate it, man. Thank you very Have much. Have lovely dreams of using your Dex tablet. <laughs> Have have lovely duo dreams, duo dos equis, uh, you know MS DOS. No, no I'm dreams. serious. He he's he's no. got an S7. He's digging his S7. Dude, Again, I have my he's, S7. He's like, 
my tab has seven uh, plus. I know you I, have an S7. What we're saying is David, David has, has one. It doesn't David. have to be all about you, TK. It, it's not the Sometimes TK it's show? okay no. if we just say that we're happy someone is enjoying. No, dude, I'm very happy. Definitely very, very, very happy. And uh, it is definitely. Um, yes, uh, I'm very, very happy. I'm, I'm happy for you, David. Very. Good. Good night. I'm glad. Good night. Why don't you go to bed? <laughs> Watch him come back. He's like, okay, you know what? Because of you, I'm not going to go to bed. No. Hey, Ranesh just joined us. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Um, it it's definitely like I said. I I, I even though I even though I returned it, I I was not. Um, I, I didn't I didn't not like the device. I just didn't feel like it was for me, and that was the reason why. Uh, there are like I said, there are certain things I look for. Uh, but at the end of the day, when I gave it to my wife to look at, she looked at it and she said the color looks nice. She held it in her hand, but then she handed it back to me. She said, this thing is too fragile. I don't think I can handle this. Um, and I think it's also the kind of thing that you also want to, the biggest thing that I always worry is um, it, not intentional, but my wife has dropped her phone quite a few times. Uh, I've had to replace the screen protector on her phone multiple times. Uh, and I always make sure there's a glass protector. I, I don't think the Z Flip would survive a few of the, the drops if they were, you know, like as, as you would imagine a flat script display or something like that. Maybe if it's closed, then obviously it'll be a little bit more protected. But if it was like yeah. open on a table, um, so long story short, when it wasn't appealing to my wife, because I was hoping to maybe get her to upgrade to that one, that's what, how I usually do. Like when I get a phone, if I can get my wife to upgrade, I'll sell her phone and then I get a it, sure. You know what I mean? Cycle the product and reduce the cost kind of thing. Um, but when she said it was she's too fragile on for a, her. On a note? On the, yeah, she's on the Ultra, man. Yeah. She, and and, it, and it, she's not missing a bit. She's not missing anything. Well, even though and, we don't have again, a 22. It, like, note, note 20 Ultra, I feel, is is still it's, kind of grossly OP for a lot it's, of our It's the best to, to, to date, with the exception of the headphone jack. It's literally the best. In my opinion, um, not only does it have a, a stylus, it has MST support. It has an SD card. It still has an SD card. It has a decent mm -hmm. camera system on it, um, and uh, it still gets updates and upgrades. So there's no, there's not mean th that was the thing. I only usually upgrade her uh, because I typically get the hardware. So, but long story short, uh, she was very happy to stay with the Note 20 Ultra, and I don't think she missed anything. Uh, she she wasn't really missing too much. The uh, well, you know. my, my story is, is much shorter. I just showed Maria part of the Z Flip mm -hmm. um, reveal, the, the unpacked event. Oh, okay. And she just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was the oh. only thing she had to contribute. Oh, that was classic. That was classic. Oh, she my just, God. She not just even, laughed. She didn't even have to say anything. She was like. <laughs> nope. And, and we both <laughs> knew. Like, if, if we were to get her that phone, it would last days maybe I, yeah. before it was just totally wrecked it, it, that like i said it was it was more so that and um and then i was sure if i had to put like one of those bulky cases that i got like the speaking cases were really good protective cases but it has so much thickness to it that it becomes like eh. uh but yeah i mean i don't i don't want to make it sound like you know i'm, I'm harping on it i like that the, the z flip had its, has its pros and cons uh it was something that I wasn't really very much on. Uh, I just so feel far. the fact that you're saying it might have had any cons is just all the proof we need to know that you are the most vile <laughs> Samsung hater. Um, uh, and that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. No. That, that, that it's your fault for using it wrong. I don't even know why anyone needs to listen to this. I'm so over the haters. Uh, unsubscribe. Be better. Move on. Uh, 
how dare you and you've said something that 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 has obviously emotionally affected me while i also protest that i could not possibly care any less about any less any less about that well with that yeah as, if you're going to dismiss me that quickly then you know might as well just kind of finish it off by just <laughs> <laughs> that was such a well thought well organized well delivered best uh, comment ever, ever. my yeah, exactly. drop right there boom right. oh my god um so with that also being conversation there, I, one thing that kind of that that I would say maybe wet our appetite a little bit um, this week. Did you catch the leaked video that was in Brandon's video? Uh, I think Brandon broke the video first. Um, um, your tech this. Uh, there was a leaked Pixel Six video, uh, basically a hands-on. Oh yeah, someone actually holding it. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I, and I couldn't tell the language they were talking, but it's some type of. Um, it was a hands-on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually kind of surprising that we haven't had the pixel that fell off the back of a truck video sooner. I, I, I was waiting for like, the yeah the the Russian was it a unboxing pixel four that it was like two months. Someone had like an entire was it the four? I thought it was a, video. Review. I thought it was a pixel three. It was it was, it was Might early, have been three yeah. or four. No no yeah, yeah I, but, but I, I remember. Like, uh, it was like six weeks before <laughs> they even announced the phone, and it was like an entire like hands on everything set up like a 20 ever. minute video camera samples etc etc i'm actually kind of surprised we haven't had one of those sooner um i i'm surprised well i mean and and keep in mind that the hardware that we saw was uh seem what seems to be a little bit earlier versions of where it didn't even have the google logo on it uh the this the aesthetics the, the body the the shape of the phone obviously there um surprisingly i actually like the color scheme that they uh, that they have on that one it actually looks yeah. nice it's it not as much material you coloring kind of like the one that we keep seeing the one that they have on display um in uh was it their new york store i think but yeah. uh the fact that it looks like tensor is going to be running two prime cores which is also a nice, nice little uh uh surprise there to, to kind of see how that's going to be interesting running two primes as opposed to a single prime with uh you know uh, a middle you know small cores and then of course the the low power cores um the the bench the benchmark obviously wasn't I think what we did, they said XCA was uh, it's hard for the benchmark to be accurate yet because I don't think it's designed for something like this and it also depending on what the system is reporting so it seems like the uh, the the device is yeah. pre-release so it's hard to trust these things uh, also I I think it's one of those things where increasingly I mean again I feel like the the conversation we be should we should be having about synthetic benchmarks is device relative mm -hmm. so you know you you get your new phone you run geekbench and then as you get software updates or as conditions change you can see your own relative performance and increasingly when we start talking about different socs different environments different operating systems different levels of optimization and and years of differences in mm -hmm. in uh operating system updates i i feel like the value of a synthetic benchmark as any kind of comparative tool is is, is laughable at this point. I, I mean, I, I know a number of outlets have done a really good job of kind of tracking, you know, Geekbench scores over the years. Mm -hmm. Not a single one of those Geekbench scores has ever properly predicted what phones run apps better. And that comes oh, no. down to entirely different um, software hardware optimization concerns than just whether or not this SOC can eke out a larger Geekbench score. And so when we get to something like the Pixel, it is exciting and a little concerning to see the breakdown on processor cores. Um, two X1 cores isn't something we've seen before. Mm -hmm. 
I have no idea if developers are going to be enabling multi-core computing in apps to properly take advantage of that kind of, of horsepower. Yeah. And then the second fallback, I mean, I should say the first fallback to the medium-sized cores are looking like they're going to be older A76 cores. Yeah. So they're going to be less powerful and they might be a touch less power efficient than some of the A78 cores that we've seen out there. And then we drop down to the A50 cores for the lower power computing. And increasingly, A50 cores are perfectly adequate for getting most of our daily notification, communication, social media stuff done. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel we have a good handle on quantifying performance. It, I have to go to editing and rendering video. I have to go to, to, be able to mixing get it, yeah. down podcasts. I have to go to batch processing raw files from a Sony A7. You know, like for, for me to be able to demonstrate meaningful differences in processor architecture and generations, I've got to show laptop grade views. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting if you're like me and you do want to do laptop grade work from yeah. your phone. But right now we're kind of stuck in this lowest common denominator expectation of we need it to be more powerful, but then people don't do anything on their phones, but like surf Reddit. And you know, that, that discord, that, that, that kind of double think is, mm -hmm. is gotta stop. Cause otherwise we're never really gonna be able to properly assess what it is that we need or we want. And I think Pixel 6 is gonna deliver something very interesting. I'm not sure techies are, are up to the challenge of describing it. I don't think they have the language and I don't think they've got the oversight to properly or adequately describe why more RAM, why more CPU power, why more GPU? And when I put out these questions, people act like I'm just being an asshole, but I genuinely want to know. What like why, are you why doing are you, yeah, on why your do you phone? Want the, why do you want the Lambo in all, if all you're doing is driving down to the grocery store? Don't get you me wrong. don't want the Lambo, the Lambo if all obviously, you're doing is driving to the grocery store. Exactly. You do not want the high-speed high performance <laughs> engine, uh, you know, that you, only you runs on You want that premium. car going over California potholes and, like, you know, messed up, you know, ramps to get into parking lots. You no, no. don't want the Lambo. Speed bumps with the Lambo. Is that is going to be fun. <laughs> no. Uh, and the car's like... <laughs> you want... You want the Pixel 3a for going to the oh, store. No, you don't want. But it, it is truly a, a, a big conundrum, though, that I feel like we're, we're conditioned to want more, 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 more for less. And then, yeah. and, well, and then when you and, get and again, more... This, this really strikes home in, in, in a world of phones with hinges. Because mm -hmm. it's like, again, it's like people seem in, incapable of, of commenting on the Duo 2 without bringing up similarly priced non-hinged phones. And like, you're gonna tell me it's a processor and RAM and storage. I can get a terabyte of storage on an iPhone for about the same price. And again, I have to be the asshole and say, sure, but where does the iPhone bend? You know, like if you, if you can't, if you can't accept that the engineering challenge of putting a hinge into a phone should significantly rise the price of similar internal components like a processor and storage mm -hmm. and a battery, then I have to say 
you're probably really bad at tech. I mean, I can't come to any other conclusion if you can't acknowledge those types of engineering challenges and the software challenges that you need to develop for have yeah. associated costs for delivering. But it should just have like 16 gigabytes of RAM. It, and you're like, why? I'm not saying you're wrong, but show me the list of apps on your phone because something tells me you're not rocking any software on that phone that, that would benefit that much. from an extra four gigabytes of RAM. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I, I think it's, it's, um, it's the comparison that makes no sense to me. It's a person that would be using a Fold or a person that would be using a Duo or a person that's using the iPhone are not going to be the same person. It's not that somebody that likes to get the phone just because it bends and or it has a folding mechanism on it. That's, sure. the, that's the solution. I look at it as it's, it has to meet your needs, what you want to do. The Fold for me is a purpose use device. At the mm -hmm. beginning, it was an, it was a, it was a, I was impressed with the fact that what Samsung was able to do, but the true answer to that is I truly enjoy having a tablet and a phone in the same device, and I'm right. able to enjoy that on the go when I'm sitting, when I'm working, when I want to do some work while I'm waiting for my kid to finish karate class or swimming class. Those are the type of things I want to do, but I'm also not going to be the person that's going to be like, well, no, I'd like to do that on an iPhone with a terabyte worth of storage because I'm, I'm that's what I want to flex. No iPhone users are going to be iPhone users. I think Duo users, or people that are attracted to the Duo's functionalities, mm -hmm. are a specific base, a certain type of a use case scenario to, uh, uh, user. It's not going to appeal to everybody. The same thing with the Fold. The Flip has a little bit more appeal because of the function and right. the, the the aesthetics. But well, I really, I mean, because because I agree, and I and I kind of feel like most of the people that are watching this right now have heard me go yeah, off yeah. on this rant and this tangent before. But I, I, I mean, I, again, kind of circling this back to why I'm excited about Pixel 6 is because it's going to be a new platform to discuss mm. performance from. This yeah. is the first time we've seen the hardware software synergy of the company that makes Android really kind of investing in their own individual product. And what's going to be frustrating is I don't want it to get a bigger Geekbench score. No, I want it to eviscerate uh, any image data I want it to absolutely merc video rendering software like the Pixel 4 XL did. I want to yep, see Neurocore, yep. what what Google can do in in all of the ways that we can't properly measure. But I, I feel there's an entire cottage industry of people that are kind of lighting up on Pixel right now because they don't have another whipping boy like an LG. There's, I was going to say there's no 19. I was, There's no 9T coming at, the, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, when yeah. we look at how complicated this year has gotten and we lost LG, there isn't going to be a premium, premium tier Moto there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm trying to think like. There's no note. The Xiaomi's are, are, there's no... are fun from a shotgun blast, but they're mm -hmm. not, they're not going to get the SEO right now to really kind of light up like a Samsung or iPhone. We need something that's going to lose to the iPhone 13. And I feel too many people are going to be building up Pixel 6 because they've also never demonstrated that they can meaningfully discuss differences in platforms, differences in architecture for CPU and GPU performance, mm -hmm. and differences in software optimization. They only go by marketing. 
They only go by what Apple's PR team tells them to say. They only go by reading off the specs what Samsung tells them to say. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a much bigger challenge when a core philosophy of Pixel 6 is going to be custom built hardware for machine learning situations. Mm -hmm. And we'll get faster results out of it, but you can't measure that on a Geekbench score. No, no. And, and and Geekbench is for all intents and purposes telling you exactly how Geekbench runs. It's not a, it's not representative of your daily usage, your your personal experiences on a smartphone. Um and and, and I think the the only reason why I I referenced the 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 the, the benchmark in there and mostly is because that was one of the things that was leaked essentially. So they were able to look at some yeah. early data the the reality i think i feel like we're, we're that within... number doesn't mean anything no no it didn't absolutely. mean anything pixel 4 got some of the worst benchmarks of the year and it's still faster it's... than 888s at certain video and audio and... Uh, video and uh still image processing what tasks pixel 4 has a which very... is like a major point of buying a pixel well, no, absolutely. But we also kind of we need to attest the fact that the Pixel 4 is very also unique in the way Google implemented their system. Yeah. Uh, even though they weren't running their own system, their own SOC in there, they, they had the neural core, they had different, they had leveraged hardware in that device, which to this day, even with the Pixel 5 being as great as of a device as it is from 2020, still Not didn't surpass that. Yeah, the Pixel 4 <laughs> yeah. still overshadows that from a, from a horsepower type of experience. So that's my hope of what we see here is maybe the secondary core, the, the second prime core could be maybe leveraging some neural core processing. Maybe it could be co-processing on that, not necessarily running the way we think of a dual core processor, meaning it's running, it's intending for all, 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 um, all the entire workload being leveraged on two. As you said, different processing development uh, software is already out. I mean, we're talking about Android as an ecosystem, and they're trying to change somewhat the narrative. So we need to see how it works. We need to see how it's implemented. In, in its actual form, not in its leaked early development piece, early uh, early software version. Um, we're at the we're at, we are I've sensed that we are we are extremely close to the Pixel Six and launch of some sort. Uh, I know they said the fall. I don't think it's at the end of fall. I feel like it's going to be very soon. Um, I know Android 12 has been running super nice on my Pixel 5a right now, and it's just mm. I it, it literally feels done. There really is not much yeah. they could do other than bow tie it and put it on a put it in a I presentation. Mean, we're talking just some minimal polish. minimal minimal it's, tweaks so correction. Ready. Yeah, no, no, exactly. It it's it so feels ready. like it's there. So it, just reading the tea leaves. If Josh was here, I would just that's a joke. On my sorry, not not his expense, but um, but just reading he likes tea. Yes, tech and tea. No, um, he has amazingly taken a good taste in tea. But yes, um, I'm excited to see what Pixel does. The Pixel 6 Pro for me uh, is also something very intriguing because they decided to drop the XL. They added the word Pro. So I'm, I'm looking for Pro features. But it seems like it's primarily going to be the sensor. So it's going to be like... Camera sensor differences. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's going to be something like that. So I mean, my, my, my thing in here is I already like Pixels. I liked Pixels for years. I like them on Qualcomm processors. I'm very excited to see what they can do on uh, Tensor or on you know Whitechapel because that to me, it is that hardware and software synergy that Apple's been leveraging for years. This is something that is very unique in that in the e entire ecosystem of mobile devices, Apple to this day has been the only company that controls the software and the hardware to 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 be able to give you a very smooth UI element uh, interface with a low amount of RAM. Google's been having to 
engineer that and work with Qualcomm to make make it work. But I feel like this is where they're able to kind of start telling their exact narrative. Um, hopefully, you have better support, obviously, for for longer support for software updates, hardware support uh, better there. So I'm, I'm like I said, it's more sure. about the excitement of there. At least, and also our... it was just kind of nice seeing one actually kind of manhandled in the wild. Yeah, no, I know. It, 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 he's know? like flip, flipping it in there. It's like a, it to me the design doesn't look as 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 harsh as I originally saw when we first saw some of the leaks. You know, the whole bender uh, kind of visor oh, I thing. Love it. Again, uh, it, it just uh, sold uh, me even more on again for how many phones that we've been playing with. I mean, again, I can show it like with my OnePlus, where even the the case has to have a raised lip. Oh uh, yeah, so, no, and uh, and and so, so I, with the case, it's still waka waka waka, waka a like little that. bit of waka. But having it flat, get yeah, exactly Love make it. it leveled, level level the suck the you know the the whole f out of um, it. I do want to highlight this question from Aditya Anil. Uh, sure. Is launching a Pixel this late into the year a wise move? Android users have more or less made a decision when it comes to updates at this point. Are they soloing out Pixel fans alone? And and I I feel one of the things that. From the Snapdragon 855 to today, mm -hmm. I, I wish we could get a better handle on the competition conversation in the Android ecosystem because oh, he meant upgrades, I, I don't feel updates. like there's a significant detriment now to buying late in the year. Mm -hmm. um, this is also kind of informed by my fandom for Sony. If, if you want Sony color science, Sony software features, Sony camera features, HS power control, and excellent power management capabilities, and you want a unique form factor for your phone with a headphone jack and a micro SD card slot, then mm -hmm. you've got to buy late in the year. That's when those features will arrive for, for most Western regions. And, and I don't feel too conflicted about that anymore. Um, when I go back to a duo, um, when I go back to my V50, when I go back to an S10, I, I genuinely, it's not like, oh, I can, I, I, I mean, like it slows down a little, but you, you're not really going to notice it except it, it, it's like 4K 60 frame per second video rendering gets a bit slower. Some of those really heavy handed graphics intense games play just a little bit less smooth. I mean, like the the horsepower on tap and how grossly we've been overbuying for compute power, is um, is is kind of ridiculous. And and so you know when it comes to Pixel Six, Pixel Six represents a significantly different conversation than what we've been rocking all this year. We don't know if it's going to be markedly better, markedly worse. If it's going to be virtually the same if it's going to be better in some applications or worse in others mm -hmm. um it, it is a new animal but we do see some hardware on there that might suggest it could be ahead of the curve for an 888 mm -hmm. so if, if really you're that that horsepower cpu junkie pixel 6 becomes an interesting data point to wait for just to see what it might do against you know a current gen exynos or a current gen snapdragon Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't see where it's a problem to buy late. I don't think this is as locked up or is as simple as, you know, Xiaomi put out the first phone with, you know, the next gen yeah, yeah, yeah. Snapdragon yeah. in January. I guess game over. I guess you just nothing is worth buying because someone released a phone in February. Well, you also keep okay, in mind. I guess we're all done. If, if you're a Sony or if you're a, a Pixel fan, 
you're already on that cycle or anyways, you're, you're not buying at the beginning of the year anyways, because by the time, you know, you're already kind of at the later cadence uh, of releases here. We already know Sony announces their devices maybe a little bit early in the year, but they don't really release it till summer. So we've yeah. seen that for a couple of years, at least with the experience. in the United here. States, they don't have any stock until Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, that it, 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 well, it's so it's 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 by design. I feel like, but you're right. Um, Sony Pixel later in the year, you're 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 not necessarily compromising, but you are getting truly some experiences that I, I feel like learn from the rest that are going on. So Sony devices, I think, are definitely a great example. The Xperia One Mark III is shipping out to people. Hopefully, in the near future, we'll hear again. We'll hear a little bit more about the, what the Xperia Five Mark III is going to do. Uh, Pixel 6, I think, is definitely a good narrative to start looking at and seeing what Google's doing. It is something that obviously will improve over time. I'm not saying that this is not going to be an improvement, but it is definitely a, a, a window into what Google's true vision of computing and software experience is going to be. They're changing the appeal or the aesthetic the, uh, appearance of Android by going with Material U, making their own custom skin on top of Android. This is something, again, Pixel hasn't had that uh, ever. We've always had more of a stock close to AOSP with minor tweaks and improvements into Android, uh, what we got with Pixel. But now Pixel Although, really has its own flavor. Did you did you catch that um, more of the Pixel Android 12 features are going to start showing up on Android 11? Um, I think was it more, um, I, I'm, I'm talking about, I think those are where they're more the app based, uh, if I remember correctly, right? It wasn't, it wasn't the system based, I think, was it? No, actually some of, some of the actual core system, you know, it was like when we got live caption on pixels first, and then it took mm -hmm. about six months and then we started seeing, I think it showed up on an LG first after I can't remember yeah. anyway. Um, but, but those kinds of like core, you know, like Android-y and new features are actually going to be rolling back to uh, Android, Android 11. 11. Dude, that is so that's it's, actually it's, that's, that's pretty that's cool good. to see. That is a very good uh, good way to to put it around. I think at the end of the day, Google's been driving towards um, kind of like sil uh, making the features more independent and and updatable through the Google Play Store, not necessarily through an entire OTA. And that approach for me has been the biggest. Um, the biggest way to the best way to do it because it the reality is we don't need an entire operating system upgrade to upgrade the camera uh, there's no reason you know the google cam should be updating directly and getting new features straight to the google play store not having to wait for an entire os update unless it's dependent so um or it's acting exciting. like a, a, an ota is special when it's really just security patching and bugs. i was gonna say yeah or 90 percent of them are uh what do they call it uh improvements system uh, yeah system, system enhancement like that generic statement that we get with OTAs <laughs> and and if they're like you know, and then you could see they're like a hundred megabytes. I'm like, come on, hey, I mean, come on. Weak. So so, exactly, exactly. Uh two of my favorite tickets. Uh man, uh oh, Michael, Mitchell Mitchell Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, no, totally. No, um, so I mean again, and, and there have been a number of these kinds of comments and stuff. I I I feel like one of the one of the strengths and then also one of the weaknesses of Pixel is knowing that there probably will be some kind of Black Friday sale or maybe oh, a I, Google Fi tie-in or a carrier deal. Google um, Fi for sure, Black Friday, a carrier deals. Uh, I, I, my, I mean, I'm going to be excited to see that this is going to be at, at, at carrier stores. This is going to be exciting yeah. to, get, to get it there because of where we were at one point of you know nexus devices to the early early pixel lifeline where people were like what is a pixel kind of a thing now 
Google's actually pushing quite a bit. The budget for Pixel Six is pretty decent. I'm seeing it everywhere. Yeah. It's it's it it's they're ramping it up. And, and, and I love it too. It's like I. I can't remember what stream it was. I was in someone else's stream and it was this whole like conversation about like, well, I think Google's hyping this too much. People are going to, it's it's just too hyped. <laughs> and you're like, you've literally never Samsung. seen a phone Sorry, commercial what? from anyone else other than Apple or Samsung. I was, was going to say, no one Samsung. is allowed to try and build any excitement for their products. Other than except Samsung for Samsung, Samsung or Samsung. Apple. Yeah, Apple. How like, dare they dude. try to let consumers know they exist? Oh my God, the, the audacity that Google has on itself. Right, Come on. offending my delicate sensibilities. Where are my pearls of clutching? I remember a long time ago when I uh, when I first bought my first my first Nexus. Uh, my father-in-law saw the commercial online uh, on TV that because they were actually that was one of the very yeah. few uh, Pixel uh, Nexus device uh, that they were actually advertising about it. They never after really advertised much after, but um, he saw that and he's like, "Wait, Google makes phones?" And I said, "Yeah, Google makes phones." Yeah. And he said, "Google the search from," and I explained it and I showed yeah. him the phone. Obviously, it was, it was a tiny phone. It is still a tiny phone. In my mind, I remember it as this massive, large display right. of a phone because it, it, it was. Mo, no, my Nexus is in the back. Hold on, let me get you. My, let me get. No, I used to have a Nexus S. You remember the first before the Galaxy Nexus? I don't know if I still oh. have it though. Well, hold on, let me show you. One second. I, I mean, I, I could walk over. I got to show you this. Oh, hey, Alt Dad Tech, what's up? How's it going, man? So we're talking about this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, the OG. Good times. The tiny, like seriously, like I'm holding it in my hand, like right there. Hold on. See, this is the Nexus. Man, the ACC I didn't Nexus. know that you were like nine feet tall because your hands that... would have to be enormous to make that phone look so small. <laughs> that's how small. You're like, holding like, it wrong, literally. Look, like, look. That's oh, what we. Man. Oh my god! This is what we used to wow. like. That I look at it and and remember. The, I mean, it's the making me want to run over to the bookshelf and just start pulling pulling gadgets out and making a big I was old mess. Like, no, but like, oh my god! Look and. Look, imagine removable batteries. Yeah. Like, wow. And then, of course, uh, no front facing camera because selfies suck. Um, <laughs> and no How video on this one. that? It's, dude, micro, S micro USB, the pin connector. And I think if I charge so it, I, still, I think I can get it running. But yeah. I still kind of flirt. Like, I, I, I never did have, um, what was it? The, uh, what was the very first HTC? Was it the HTC Dream? The keyboard, the, the very first oh, Android um, keyboard. Oh, man, uh, the the uh, hold on, the something one, the um, yeah, I, I need one of those, and I need uh, a first gen Droid. The the yeah the, the, Moto the Motorola Droid. Droid the Moto I, I need to get oh, those all that two deck is in the plat, like, man. Hope you're doing that, doing my, good, man. My museum of devices. Yes. Early, no, no. Um, oh my God. Okay, now I have to now I have to Google it. I can't. I, like it's driving me crazy. The, the first one, it was a T-Mobile um, phone. Uh, of course, my keyboard here is not... Okay, so I can't Google anything. That's not going to Wait, happen. so your mouse and your keyboard don't work? That is... Well, okay, so what, your video was on Cool Master. So I've been using wireless keyboard and mouse because of the reach of where I am in my setup here uh, for, for quite some time. And they both are Logitech. And for some reason, it's just not working today uh, at all. Like, they're not syncing. So G1. I... I the G1, thank you. It was, I know it was a G1. one. I don't know why I missed the G in it. The, 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 I was yeah. wanting to say so N1, and I'm like, I know it's not an N. No, N, N was a different one. Yeah, no, the, the HTC G1, 
It was on T-Mobile. It was the first. Actually, it was uh, in. If I'm not mistaken, it came out before the Nexus. It was released on mm -hmm. T-Mobile, and it was the QWERTY keyboard, the slide yeah. keyboard, the light little wing, white color. I remember that one. Yeah. I, I, I miss should, all I should, those slider keyboards. I should, I should see I if I can have, pick one. I still have my 6700, my Apache uh, Pocket <laughs> PC. I've got that, um, the HTC uh, Diamond, the Touch Pro. And then I also have uh, the Galaxy S, the Samsung, the Sprint version called the, the, Sprint Epic, the Galaxy S. It was one of the best. I loved the keyboard on that thing. Oh, so dude. Good. No, I, I know. It, and it's for me, I actually had to end up buying this one again because I actually sold my uh, original Nexus, but I picked this up for about 35 bucks. And honestly, for what it has, I can't even log in, by the way. I can't log into my. Google oh, no. All of those services are completely, completely depreciated. Totally, totally, totally. I so, shot it all down. Yeah. I was like, oh, you kidding me? Like, yeah. But you know what? It's it's God, a. It's, so, I mean, it's everybody's like bringing up to like, oh, I've got my HTC Dream. And I've got my I remember Moto, my the HTC Sensation. Droid. There was I, also I, I, like, we might need to do like a a, a a stream by the bookshelf, and I'll oh just absolutely start pulling totally like take out. camera walk over yeah. there and start looking at the um like just kind of like actually that would be more of a show for you. I think you have a much bigger bookshelf. <laughs> I, I, I've seen behind the curtain there. Pretty you uh, you win, my friend. You you win. And it's been spreading out again. I need to like, I really do need to start getting rid of some of these before they like legit turn into Le smoking e-ways. I was going to say, or, you know, start bubbling up. Um, I've had a few that started to, uh, the battery started like uh, expand. For this one, it's easy though, because I could just remove the battery and just leave the phone the way it is. Because I think for me, it's more about what this phone meant for me than it is necessarily yeah. that the phone works, Anything obviously. practical. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for me, it's uh, your keyboard and mouse or Bluetooth is your PC under the desk or on top. Uh, it's actually uh, it's a laptop, uh, Michael. It's uh, it was working, but I feel like I think I may have either the dongle got disconnected or something. Um, I have a hub that runs under my PC that kind of centralizes the external display and some of the other stuff. So uh, I must have disconnected something somehow. And I just need to I need to troubleshoot it. That's the thing. I don't normally work on this PC unless I'm uh, doing live streams. So this show and Saturday show, the only two times I use this setup, most of the time I'm on the PC behind me. So I never really had to deal with it. What did you, what, what'd you get? Oh, Hey, zoom so, back. So, so here's, here's the experience compact. compact. Yep. Here is my touch pro. Oh, uh, look Just at that show. Dude. Like uh, how, okay, how, how much little, how much less screen we used to have how much we used and that was and like i tell you still one of the all-time best keyboards i love and especially the way they did the number row as opposed yeah. to like a symbol row it's just so good absolutely oh this my god killer <laughs> i loved it I, I i my first was uh it was the mda running windows mobile i think it was it windows mm. mobile 5 or four, or yeah, the five. I was on the Windows Mobile five on it. I remember I was I was also on T Mobile. T Mobile was uh, running a lot of. I've been with them for actually still, quite some time. Like, wow, I still need to see if I again and as another one of my unicorn devices. I only got to play with it once, and I still want one. Is uh, the Universal? Do you remember the, the Universal? No, the HTC so Universal. The Universal um, it was HTC Universal was the code name, and then I think mm -hmm. it was like an XDA and an O2, and there it never made it to the United States. But it was just before uh, the Touch, the Touch mm -hmm. Diamond and Touch Pro, and it it had 
the flip up clamshell screen that swiveled around and then folded back down on top of the keyboard. Oh, okay. I got it. I got. It. I need to Google that. So, maybe yeah. we can. I think it launched maybe we with can Windows find Mobile Six. I think it was Windows Mobile. Windows Mobile Six, and it was just. I mean, like. I had like fever dreams about that phone. I wanted it so bad and I never, I got to play with it once. I, I, I forget where I was. I, I was working at PC mall at the time in their corporate sales team. And I was just out at lunch one day and someone was walking around and they had a universal and like, I had to like stop and harass them and like, show me everything about your phone now. Um, but yeah, it was the same. It was a similar kind of design aesthetic to, it was in between blue angel and then mm -hmm. the uh, the sliders like the sixty seven hundred, yeah. those nice like bubbled keys, you mm -hmm. know, like that silver aesthetic. And it was it was like a full clamshell laptop style that would swivel, fold flat, pop it, swivel back. It was so much fun. I have yeah, it was so have cool. To... <laughs> I'm sure. I, oh, the, the HCC is is definitely one of the biggest companies. We all we all truly, and we're talking about obviously the original back in the day HCC, like the HCC. Yeah, that. That that function alone with the touch UI on Windows Mobile, which then later on transferred, um, it, it was definitely a very unique experience. It was very like it truly felt like it was futuristic. It, we were it was at the cur at, at the beginning of all the innovation of the interface uh, functionality, and and HTC was just literally at, at its forefront. Everything they released was cutting edge. Um, and um, I, I mean, actually, one of my favorite HTC devices is, is still obviously the M7, but there's also the HTC Sensation that came out also that was very, yeah. uh, the design on it was very interesting. Unibodied frame with removable back. And, uh, you know, it just, it, we could definitely, do, we definitely need to do that. I think one of these shows, we should just set some time and we literally go like we'll do one for you and then we'll do another one for me we just kind of like seriously <laughs> the like we'll say down memory lane what's on juan what's on juan carlos's shelf tonight that's how we uh i think you did that one time with the with the box right didn't you do like one time when you opened up a box with a lot of things in it i forgot like a while back you did a video or what you, i forgot was that you didn't you get like a box of phones or something no oh Maybe? i haven't i haven't done a lot um yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, the I, Evo I as think well. I've got a setup and, and it's one of the reasons why I've been messing around like with NVIDIA broadcast and changing up camera angles and stuff like that. I, it's been I, rocking I, I the show for the, the whole show this week. <laughs> You've been using I, I every time you move. Do, yeah. When you <laughs> I'll just zoom back in. Um, I, I don't think I can do like fully produced video diaries with all kinds of like fancy B roll, but like if I can kind of clean up the sort of live version of that. And then I can just walk over and I, I don't have to worry about different camera angles or cutting to B cams or anything like that. And the autofocus is working a little bit better. Nah, do do your pan just, shots like, hey. like this, like this is a pan shot. Okay, here you go. Ooh. Wow, that was amazeballs. <laughs> yeah, exactly um, but but just kind of playing with something like that and, and then like, hey, I just want to walk over to my shelf and we can talk HTC about a Lumia stands. 1520. Yep. Let's, Let's just let's just chat for 20, 20 minutes about like an amazing phablet that um, you know, doesn't exist anymore. Dude, this battery is still decent. It hasn't it has not swelled up at hey, all. I was, no spicy oh, pillow. No, you know, way to go HTC for making decent hardware, man. Like that's all I have to say. I'm I really this one. This is the this is the epic. Yes. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, that's on Sprint. Yeah, exactly. Slide it down. Sweet, delicious WiMAX action going on with this. Remember one. with Nokia when they used to have the slide up, the the one before the yeah. before. Yeah, that was 
Uh, Neo had that one. Um, I remember also Samsung used to have a decent Windows mobile uh, line called the Omnia. I was in Hong Kong with my I wife one time. Oh, one of the original Omnia, the 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 candy yeah. bar style. Yeah. So it was a while back when I was we went and visited my my wife's family in Hong Kong, and we were walking around in Hong Kong, and it was all over the billboards. And I was like, oh my god, I wanted that phone. So I had I imported it from Malaysia. That's how bad I wanted it. Um, and it it truly was very like I the the aesthetics were the OS and everything was really nice. Samsung did a decent job on it. So uh, rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace, uh, Sprint from Nextel. It is. It is one of those weird, the Google Play Edition HTC M9. Oh man, the TP, the TP, uh, the the Google Play Edition. Google's listening to my conversation now. <laughs> Google's like, first you have to unlock my device. No, not, nope, not that kind of conversation. Google, go back to sleep. Um, but yeah, so with that, with that nice little, um, I would say, uh, drive down memory lane. Um, sure. uh, I, I, that's, that's the best way to kind of, was like, uh, let's see. I did Huawei P9, Xperia XZ1 Compact, uh, HTC Touch Pro, and Samsung duo. Galaxy S. And Epic. you did the duo as well. And I had you showed the duo. everything. Um, um, I, I, I mentioned it, but my V50 is. Oh, and you also showed desk. the OnePlus 9. Yep. And, and I showed a OnePlus 9. So too many phones. Too many phones, not enough too time in the phones. day to talk about them. <laughs> the more you know. No. Um, but with <laughs> that being said, uh, <laughs> hold on. Can I do it? No, wait, I'll do it on this side. You do it on the other side. Two. Wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, I need to do it the other way. And you do the, <laughs> yours for it to kind of match. <laughs> ready, ready. Try it again. Try it again. We're going we're gonna to nail the choreography and then we're out. Okay. One, two, three. Go. Yes. We did it hey, first time. Nailed it. We did it on the first time. Exactly. First try. Um, so with that being said, I think this week has been definitely very much focused on Microsoft. There's a lot of a lot of exciting things coming up. So we're definitely going to be looking forward to some of your content when you get your device with the Duo 2 or the Dos Dos coming up in the near future and that maybe in Dos Semanas. I don't know why I'm throwing a lot of Spanish stuff in there. Um, I'm loving it. It, it's definitely going to be exciting to see. I think that the improvements in here are very exciting for any fan of the original duo. Um, and I feel like it's it, the, the decisions and the and the the upgrades that I've done here are definitely the right ones to do. We just need to kind of see how the overall experience is going to be. And I'm hoping for some improvements there with Android 11. So those are going to be some of the things we're looking into. Mm -hmm. um, I had to say goodbye and to my Z Flip. Yeah, especially for uh, folks who might be curious, like I, I don't know that you'll be able to find a better LTE enabled tablet for cheaper. Oh, I, I, right now, the duo, the, the original duo, I think even on Amazon is about 400 bucks. And, and, like, it, and sometimes it, you can you can stumble on a few new inbox that are well under 400. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I, I mean, still that puts it in tab S6 territory pretty mm -hmm. fierce and mm -hmm stylus support and it can be a phone and <laughs> it folds up and fits in your pocket so. but wait there's more but wait there's more indeed so again i think if you wanted to play with a tablet that's running android that i think is probably the best version of android as a tablet for a general idea it's pretty easy to recommend 
uh, Definitely. just trying to trying to play with one. Make sure you check out the brand new, as Michael Peppertech said, the new Oduo Duo Two Two, uh, coming up very soon uh, to a store near you. I still I need to really kind of write out my script to 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 show a, a, a Duo Dose running DOS in an emulator. And write that write that in the title of the video. Together. Can your really Duo DOS run DOS? Can your Duo Two run DOS or Duo DOS? <laughs> Yeah, it, it's going to be very. I I feel like it. It's exciting. This is like when when tech is exciting. This is the the weird thing. We we get excited for certain parts of the for announcement and and new things. I feel like the duo still has that that X factor right now because there isn't anything like it. And um, the, even though this is a successor, I feel like this is definitely not overshadowing the first generation. It's more of just a narrative for the next generation. The first one is still very relative, and you're still able to pick mm -hmm. up. So I like that. Um, I'm looking forward also to kind of seeing what the Pixel Six is going to happen. I feel like we, I feel like we're like weeks away. We're not talking months. Um, Google wouldn't be hyping up the phone if they were they were going to be doing the uh, the launch event in months away. Definitely. Oh my god! Year. So much hype. <laughs> yeah. How could Google. they? I can't even. Um, I uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't like. <laughs> We've got to wrap this thing up. We keep yeah. sidetracking ourselves. Like I this. know. Uh, but this you know, is truly, hilarious. I want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, for everybody hanging out with us, and obviously on your Saturday night, uh, Michael, uh, everybody hanging out with us, all that tech, Michael Pepper Tech, um, um, Gina Gabriela in there. I saw Renesh in there, Aditya. Uh, hey, course, O'Shea, what's up, O'Shea man? There. Uh, Steve DeRoche is in there as well, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Gary the Fireman, um, a whole bunch of everybody hanging out with us, kicking it with us here on the, the Thursday evening. What is today, the 23rd? The 23rd it is. Um, it's been a long week. But I feel like this is definitely not going to be the most boring. We're going to get more exciting things coming up in the near future. So be well, stay well. We'll see you guys obviously next week for another episode of the rest of our week. I'll see you guys Saturday for the Saturday morning show with the, you know, Saturday morning with tech. And of course, Juan Carlos on Monday with his brand new cooking show, Cooking with Juan. Yes. Um, and it's going to be on 9 a.m. as opposed to the SGTQA. So if you don't want to watch the SGTQA, make sure you don't bring your, your breakfast ingredients. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Absolutely. take care, everybody. It's gonna be great. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. And I'm sorry if I'm rambling tonight. Tonight was just a, it's like seriously one of the I'm just glad we got a chance to hang out. So take care, everybody. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> okay. Good night, Gracie. Bam.